A brief message from your friendly neighborhood editing Jordan. We tend to try to keep things pretty PG-13 around here, but this is an improv podcast. So who knows what we're going to say. Sometimes we throw in some swearing, some sexual content, and some violence. So as a general warning, viewer discretion is advised. Also to be noted, the opinions stated about a certain tabletop role-playing game are just that, our opinions. We love the game and we like talking about it. So any criticisms are really just all in good fun. That being said, wizards, please hire us. All right, with that out of the way, let's get on with the show. Ooh, recording in progress. <gasps> Still can't hear it. <laughs> okay, guys, so important, very, very important question. Your answers will change what I think of you. Yeah, okay. Fuck, Mary kill, Jason, Michael Myers, or Freddy Krueger? <laughs> Mary Michael Myers, for sure instant mary do i have to explain myself or is that good enough i'll see how how the rest of yourself yeah (laughs) um see it's a toughie after that but michael Mm -hmm. myers mary for sure just because like they're reliable they're dependable they're always there and you know they're sturdy well i think you could say the same things about jason though i don't think you can okay plus jason's a mama's boy (laughs) Well, <laughs> doesn't that just make it better? No. You've made my mind up for me. Kill <laughs> Jason. You're gonna frick Freddy Krueger? <laughs> I thought it was Freddy Fazbear. Sorry. Uh, that changes everything. That, okay, that's worse because... No, never mind. I... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna uh, uh, marry Freddy Krueger. Uh, Frick Jason so he can do the in my ear and kill Michael Myers because he's hey. like he's like an unkillable guy so I'm just going to kill him right? He's rid just of him. ridding the world no. um, and Freddy yeah. Krueger because he'll always be in my dreams so that one would be kind of like weird <laughs> if I didn't marry him because he's always going to be there all the time yeah. figure I might as well just make my life with him the longevity right? yeah but he's so abusive he, said, he calls you the B word no I can fix him oh <gasps> Maybe he's into that. <gasps> but uh, you both are wrong. Kill all of those and just go for Norman Bates. Because have you seen the Bates house? No. I'm going to marry Patrick Bateman. That <laughs> wasn't on the list. Roll the intro. She just said Patrick <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to the Nat One Podcast, a.k.a. Nope. Because nope, you're not going to want to hear what we're about to have to say. I'm producing I'm Levi. And I'm Jordan. I said Norman Bates. <laughs> said to potato potas- pistachio. P- p- mustachio? Pringles can? The intro has already rolled. There could yeah. be an argument for again. several Play other... Again. <laughs> no, I will not. There could be an argue for, argument for uh, several other mm. horror antagonists. True. Now it's happened to you, Levi. The intro rolled, we came back, and you did the intro. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You're not devastated? (laughs) Be upset. Uh, Anyway, welcome, everybody. It's still Spooky Month. Roll the spooky intro. It's the Spooky Month! I don't have a spooky intro. Oh. Just play the clip of Senior Pelo saying it's Spooky Month.
I'm just gonna play the song backwards. Oh my gosh, reverse track <laughs> yeah, in a minor key. <laughs> I'll get Taryn on that right now. <laughs> anyway, um, today we're here to talk about media horror stuff. Movies and TV Ooh. shows are scary and are, have scary things. We exactly. <laughs> we opened up with slashers. Let's stick with slashers for a little bit, shall Hell we? Hell yeah! I hardly know her. <gasps> Just like the movies. That's one of the first times I've made a her joke that's actually had a her word in it. Oh my god, on the way to Renfair, he kept doing it to signs that made no sense. <laughs> well, uh, shoot. What's the, what's the famous Vine one? Road work ahead. I hardly yeah. know her. <laughs> <laughs> but starting with some slashers. We, t- we talked about the big ones already. Michael Myers of Halloween fame. Except for that one Halloween in the middle where it didn't have anything to do with Michael Myers, but still people <laughs> think it's like one of the best movies of Halloween. Um, Freddy Krueger of Nightmare on Elm Street fame. And Jason Voorhees of Friday oh, the 13th. Game. Whoa. I always want to call the movie that Jason's from, uh, what's it called? Like Camp Lake Crystal? Camp Crystal? Uh, Lake Crystal. Yeah. yeah, I think so. <laughs> I always want to call it that instead of Friday the 13th. It would make more sense. Mm. Elm Street, Nightmare on Elm Street tells you where it is. Halloween tells no. you when it is. No. Friday the 13th? Except oh. isn't there a Halloween that's not on Halloween? No. Do you take place on Halloween? <laughs> Have you <laughs> took place on Halloween? <laughs> will you yes. take place on Halloween? Maybe. No. <laughs> when will you take place on Halloween? Cue Michael Myers just breathing into the mic. Yeah. <laughs> those are some of the big ones. What do you guys think about those big ones? I'm a bad film major. I actually have not watched most of those. OMG, what the heck? <laughs> I I like um Nightmare on Elm Street and I know enough about I think I've seen Halloween. I have not seen Friday the 13th. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> if I were a film major, I would also be a bad film major cuz I haven't watched any of those i'm in a room of fakers right now am i, I the only horror one is not my horror. i have okay, osmosis I have... <laughs> information about them but i don't i have never seen the actual movies i what have extensively heck? studied horror i am not big on watching a lot of horror that being said the horror movies that i have watched i do enjoy i'm just a big baby <laughs> <laughs> i've just never had the opportunity to watch them like <laughs> nightmare I mean... on elm street is fun I'll be honest with you. I've watched not all of all of them. I've watched a lot of all of them. I just haven't watched like Jason Takes Manhattan. Or, uh, <laughs> was I think there's also he like, does? Yes. I believe there's also like Jason in Space. I think it's like Friday the 13th what? or something like that. Yeah. I didn't bother watching that one. Space and Space and Space and I don't know, Black Hole V's. Um, <laughs> but I didn't watch some of those, but I watched most of the Halloween franchise. In fact, I might have watched all of it. And same for Nightmare on Elm Street, including Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> the um, most dynamic crossover event. I'll be honest. I think more or less those films are pretty boring. <laughs> yeah, I like I like the way that modern slashers have turned. Like, used to be, they mm. used to be really gross. I don't like like early like 90s and 2000s slashers but in more recent years they've been making horror comedies out of slashers and i really like that trend because i think they're very good movies yeah 
I just think the way they were before just wasn't quite scary because it didn't seem real. It felt too movie-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but they are kind of funny to watch if you like, because they did such a good job of having like really hateable characters and then you mm-hmm. get to watch them get killed brutally. It's almost like watching Final Destination, Levi. <laughs> That's the fun part. Slashers have the best breakdown of like horror movie character archetype stereotypes. Mm-hmm. And so it's really fun to watch and break down and like, and it gets to the point where you can predict the order in which people are going to die yeah. based on their character archetype. And that's one of my favorite things to do with the slasher movies that I do watch of like, oh, he hit the criteria, he's next. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just like them because they're funny to laugh at most of the time. Mm-hmm. Not super scary, although they did. I mean, their their names to this day. Um, if we go over and look at our good friend Dead by Daylight, one of the most popular mm-hmm. games out there right now. Uh, it's got Freddy and it's got Michael Myers, but not Jason because they decided to make Friday the Thirteenth a game instead and not sell the rights. And yeah, performed horribly. <laughs> but we did get that funny meme out of it. Yeah, the California girls meme. Mm-hmm. Also, guys, have seen some really funny buggy edits from like its first beta. But other than that, there's not a whole lot going on with them except for they're just out there. <laughs> I guess Freddy Krueger was cool because he was like dreams. But yeah, but problem. in my mind, okay, this is this is my always my question for the question of like if you had to have like a horror movie antagonist chasing you for 24 hours, and if you survived, you got like a million dollars or something. I would always say Freddy because I could reliably make myself stay awake for 24 hours. Oh, and yeah, even same. if even if you don't, I feel like it is easy enough to beat Freddy. Like I just don't be a weak ass bitch. <laughs> hey, no, he's pretty tough. Just you just gotta know his weakness. Yeah. Um, so it depends on whether or not you get that knowledge or not. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Freddy seems like the right choice, but also I'm sitting here like I could probably easily handle Jason and Michael as well for 24 hours only. I will just constantly stay in motion. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They both just kind of walk at you. (laughs) They slow walk so much. Yeah, I think only in like the second to newest Halloween movie. Not, I think, what was it called? Like Halloween Kills was the newest one. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one before that, they showed Michael driving. That's the first time in the entire franchise he's been shown driving. (laughs) <laughs> but prior to that he just kept they just walk at you so i just drive for like a day the only chance he'll get me is when i'm getting gas <laughs> also going back to the norman bates i feel like norman bates would be pretty easy to overwhelm like you could pretty easily overpower norman bates and escape oh for sure now i'll admit i haven't watched any of that show the motel show oh i haven't watched Bates motel but i've watched psycho quite a few times <laughs> See, I have watched Psycho, but I haven't watched the Bates mm. Motel, so I don't know anything about like because I'm pretty sure they turned him into a Tumblr sexy man. If I'm not a little mistaken. bit. I don't know how I don't know how canon Bates Motel is though, because mm. like it takes place. It is Norman Bates and Norma Bates, but it takes place in modern times, so it's the mm. same character. It's weird. It's it, they did the weird thing that like Umbrella Academy and series of unfortunate events did, where like the time period is ambiguous, so like. Mm it looks like it takes place in modern day, but also it could be some weird pinpoint in time where technology is stagnant. It's, it's odd. <laughs> yeah. 1836. That's exactly. my final answer. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> now that's all I can really think about slashers right off the top of my head, but there's so many more genres to talk about. And there's like also several other slashers. Like, oh, we've got like the newer, the newer genre of slashers too. 
And we could talk about American Psycho, mm-hmm. which is more like a fight club to me than yeah. anything else because it's all that one's more trippy. like yeah, it's it's more like a what do you even want to call that? It makes you question yourself rather than the actual movie because it's unreliable narrator is the yeah. entire movie. WTF is going on movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there was one that I watched just recently um, called Tragedy Girls that was like a really, really recent That's release. That's what you told me to watch. It was a good, it was a really good movie. <laughs> uh, it definitely, like, I don't want to say it freaked me out because that's the thing. Slashers don't necessarily freak me out as much because usually they have like a pretty clear defined ending it's mm. usually the, the paranormal stuff that like keeps me up at night but i tragedy girls was really good the story was was really well written and they had some really creative deaths in there too that was nice that it wasn't just like senseless gore mm. there was some like actually good creative violence in there and i it mm. was not what i was expecting going into it but i enjoyed it very very much truing truing I'll have to give it that a watch. I forgot what the name of the one was when you told me it. Mm. I remember now. It's very cool. For for audience uh, purposes, Tragedy Girls came out in 20, it was either 2017 or 2018. It is about two teenage girls that run a true true crime podcast um, who are serial killers. And they're determined to like make their first big kill and be noticed before they go to college. It's their last year of high school. And so like, that's their big thing is they want to make it as serial killers before they graduate <laughs> high school. It's it's a very fun movie. <laughs> now let me think. When I think about like a modern slasher, there's two movies that come to mind that I doubt either of you have watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, have either of you watched the movie Creep? No. Nope. Have you heard of the movie Creep? I think so. The title sounds familiar, yeah. It was either a late 2000s or early 2010s movie. Came out. I'm pretty sure it was made with a budget of less than $500. <laughs> All uh, the best ones are. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Now, I don't know if this fits into the film definition of a modern slasher, but Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned, it is. (laughs) Creep Um, 2? They did come out with Creep 2 as well. Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. I feel like I'm imagining the poster in my head, but I'm having trouble recalling what I've seen the summary about it. It's just really good. It's just, see, the thing with me about why slashers, the old ones, aren't scary at all is because you're like, this is a movie. This is clearly a movie. I'm watching a movie creep kind of circumvents that by doing yeah i'm footage yeah i'm looking at the trailer for it right now it makes it seem much more visceral Mm -hmm. yeah um also you have no idea what's going on most of the time because it is from such a limited perspective Mm. because the premise is just like a guy is pretty much getting like an airbnb or he's doing some filming for this other guy who wants to like make a, a movie that's his last dying wish he wants to make a movie but he's acting like a real weirdo. He's kind of acting like a <gasps> creep. <gasps> no credits. <laughs> yeah. Um, spoilers for the movie Creep. But as it goes on, he keeps doing very strange, weird behavior. And it turns out he's actually just like a professional serial killer that lures people to his house. Mm-hmm. And then he kills them. And he has collections of several movies of them that he's killed them. And it's really super visceral. Mm-hmm. The ending is especially striking because like, He's been trying to get away from this guy and the guy keeps tracking him down after all this time. And eventually he gets a note from him. He's like, meet me at this park and we're going to, we're going to put this all behind us. It's going to be all over and done. We're not going to talk anymore. We'll, we'll, I'll stop stalking you. You know, it'll be over. So the guy goes there to the park, sits on a bench and he has his camera rolling in his like cars dash. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just centered on him on the bench. And then you just watch in silence after a few minutes as the other guy, the creep, comes up behind him with an axe and just buries it in his head. Is it one of those where like he dies and the camera just keeps rolling because he can't go and stop it? Yeah. I love and it. It's, <laughs> and it's silent. You can just barely hear the thud of the axe. Wonderful. And then the guy takes the camera and he just go like, I, either this was in the first movie or it was in the second one. The second one continues to follow the creep. So it becomes less of a horror at that point, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Oh, it's like Devil's Rejects. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, either in the first one or in the second one, he talks about, he was like, I can't believe that you actually stayed and like, let me kill you. Like you knew what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. At no point did he say, I'm going to kill you at the park. But he was just like, you were smart enough to know I was going to kill you in the park. I can't believe you actually stayed there with your back turned and let me just kill you. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's a reasonable reaction. <laughs> so creep is very creepy. The other one that I was Whoa! Of, I know. Um, I actually can't remember the name of it, but it's like a documentary or a mockumentary style of um, a serial Blair killer. Witch Project. Definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really silly. Because it's a movie about like these these people that are like recording a serial killer mm-hmm. who is like a typical slasher, wears the mask, chases people down, all that stuff. And they're recording him and interviewing him. And he seems like just a normal dude. Mm-hmm. And he's taking them through the process. Like he's like, look, there's my target. That's the girl. You can tell she's unpopular and stuff. So that's why I'm going to kill her last or she's going to survive. Mm-hmm. These are her friends. And this is who I'm picking out. Now we're going to follow them to the library late at night and I'm going to knock some books down. This is an essential part of my process. Like, <laughs> he was like, this is all the greats do this. Like, it's a really funny thing. However, halfway through it, it morphs and becomes a horror movie mm-hmm. because now the documentary staff are trying to stop him from killing the people mm-hmm. while they're staying late at night at an abandoned house. And now they're part of the victims. And it turns out that the person filming the documentary was his true target all along and she becomes the survivor girl mm-hmm. it's I, it's really funny. the term is final girl <laughs> i uh the the girl that is in the last is the last one <laughs> last of us too yeah among us uh, in the name of jamie lee curtis <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's very funny show to watch because you're also like what the heck now it's a real slasher movie and it is it is a real slasher movie I can't remember the name of it is though. People will help me figure it out. It's it's literally it's something called like the interview with so and so or like the the documentary of so and so. It's like someone's name. That's what I think of. I think of modern slashers. You guys got any more points about slashers before we move on to the next genre? I mean, there are just there are so many. Like we talking Blumhouse has been doing a lot of them lately. That Blumhouse seems to be a, what a lot. Because uh, they did they did both Happy Death Days? Question mark Was that Blumhouse or was that A twenty four? No, those were definitely Blumhouse. Blumhouse, and then they also did Freaky was a really fun one. That was the body swap dark uh, horror comedy. Was mm-hmm. a very entertaining. It it was like obviously set up for a sequel, but I'm kind of fine with it because it was a really fun movie to watch. I could yeah. go on for a while about uh, current slashers and media mm-hmm. and things like that. Yeah, Blumhouse is always releasing just bad horror movies, but it's fine. I it's... like Blumhouse movies. No, they're bad. <laughs> Take it from someone that watches an insane amount of horror movies. They're always the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> I find them wildly entertaining. Depends on the one, but most of the time they're not scary. They might be funny. I'll give them that. So that and, might be why I like them because they're like they're my level scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, they did Halloween ends. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think what else. They're no A24, that's for sure, but I don't like A24 either. I'm, I like this is, <laughs> All right, here's my hot topic. This is If there's anything that I have super controversial opinions about, it's horror movies and horror movie companies. So this is where I get lambasted in the comments. Oh, yeah, please tear him apart. Yeah. <laughs> because he's right no, no go de- go defend a24 and blumhouse <laughs> they're both bad one's pretentious and one's bad at making things scary okay but pretentious is good at times <laughs> but it's not scary <laughs> that's what you um, think <laughs> I, that's what i know i go into a horror movie expecting to be scared not like taught a life lesson um what the That's why horror I think... is the friends we made along exactly. the way. You don't want to play the sequel to the hit game Outlast and the entire thing just be a giant metaphor that uh, humans can't protect themselves and only God can protect them. Okay, but like the, the fragility of human life is the best aspect of horror. That's why we're, we're going to start an argument on this. <laughs> thing is, you're right, but it's got to be scary. You can say, look how easily this person died. But if it's not scary, I'm not scared. That's exactly why people didn't like Outlast 2. Yeah. That's how I feel about those. Now, the only good horror director is Jordan Peele. I will accept no questions. Have you seen the trailer for the new... Uh, he It's a kid's horror movie, and it's stop motion, and it's Jordan Peele and Henry Selleck. And I'm Mm-mm. so excited for it. No. Ah! <laughs> I did see that Jordan Peele is meeting with Hideo Kojima recently. Which makes me excited. <laughs> Finally, he's going back to his his roots. He's making the next Silent Hill game at long last. I hope at long that's last. I hope it's that's true. Been Eighty-four years. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really funny. They posted that on Twitter. It was them in a Zoom meeting together, uh, and Jordan Peele tweeted it first and said, "Like met with a legend today." And it was Jordan Peele and Dale Kojima. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> Silent Hill time. But um, Tish, that. huh? You said but um. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and now let's talk about some paranormal horror. That's the stuff that mm. makes me cry. That's the stuff that's closest to getting me. But I built up a big tolerance Ooh. to it over the years because <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit predictable now. Yeah, it paranormal horror are the ones that don't get me very well. I that. I don't know what it is about them. They just don't spook me. They used to for me, but not so much anymore. Um, it depends on what it is. Like the first paranormal activity freaks me out, but the fourth one, no. <laughs> yeah, I think the first and second paranormal activity are pretty. They were pretty scary, but you know, after you've watched them once, you, you're probably you're you're set. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think the original and the best is Poltergeist, and Poltergeist is like where the bar is, and it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to go up from there. Because I love Poltergeist. Yeah. Poltergeist, it definitely jumped the shark. That's mm. for sure. <laughs> Got to a point. If we just make big flashy scenes with thunder sound effects, it's really scary, guys. I promise they won't laugh at us. The special <laughs> effects in Poltergeist are so good, though. Good, but not scary. That's <laughs> I, I found Poltergeist scary, but I well also again big baby. But like anything <laughs> involving small children, I'm like no. <laughs> mm. um, I've never watched Poltergeist. It's good. It's all right. It's definitely it's a famous name. 
they're here it's kind of yeah that's the that's the famous line it also kind of mm-hmm. there is a certain element i find poltergeist entertaining and kind of scary but like when you start making the ghost do party tricks for you i feel like that's the point where you're like maybe we should leave because it's whenever <laughs> i don't remember she's like making things move in the kitchen and instead of like mm-hmm. running screaming from the house she's like hey come look at this it's like moving and i'm like yeah oh, you stupid dumb idiot <laughs> <laughs> They were still figuring out things back then. Of course, every <laughs> horror movie, every paranormal horror movie hits the roadblock, which is when the things start to happen, why don't they run away? That's, yeah, that that's one of the things that is kind of hard. It kind of, like, all things have to have a certain element of suspension of disbelief to work, but mm. paranormal horror does tend to toe that line very, very, uh, yeah. See, <laughs> I think that they usually just do it badly because they're limited creatively. I think that every writer for a paranormal activity, or not paranormal activity, but a paranormal movie, mm-hmm. I think you're bad. I think I would do your job better. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Too I many mean, hot well, takes. I mean, you just really have to have, and, and this isn't something that you see very often, you have to have a reason for them not to be able to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And a lot of a lot of things, it's like you've had every opportunity to leave before it got to this point. And so there's no reason why you should still be here. The super, super core problem is the fact that every ghost in every ghost movie ever doesn't start by just killing them. Which it should. If we're going by actual logic, if the ghost is like, I want you out of here, it would probably just kill them. Yeah. (laughs) It's always like an hour of them knocking books down. (laughs) <laughs> or doing something creepy like pulling the covers off and then twisting the cross Maybe upside down. Maybe the ghost doesn't want to kill people for two so it just wants them to leave so it does the only thing it can. See, that's I feel the like that's worst. a different movie though. <laughs> because I feel like to do that you can't just have like the the invisible force that's doing things in the house. I feel like that turns from horror to maybe more of a drama as you watch this character have to break down their morals and things and you would kind of see the side of like what the ghost is going through and and, like how they're affected by having this family in their house and I feel like then it doesn't become horror anymore it becomes more of a character study literally every single paranormal horror movie I've seen where the ending is look the ghost was just a good person really Every single one of those, I hated the ending because it's like, yeah, this ghost that was scaring you to death and took on this horrifying visage, it was actually just a kind old grandmama. And you see that in like the last scene, Mm -hmm. it reflects how they actually looked. And it's like, OMG, that's me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, when they did the dang, you know, until dawn and then now it's got its sequel games. Oh, there was Man of Medan. Yeah, Man of Medan, which literally spoilers for man of medan although it's regarded mm. as very bad so i don't yeah. think anyone cares the entire premise of man of medan is you go onto a haunted ship but because the games like can be co-op how it works is the entire storyline when you're on the haunted ship is the other player just takes on the visage of the terrifying ghost <laughs> and chases you around because the person's character is like why are you running from me what's wrong <laughs> the entire time and the other character's just like ah, 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 the entire time <laughs> yes the until dawn people do do a great what was the newest one they did was actually the newest pretty one good. was really good actually it was uh i don't remember what it's called but it was it's the iraq war and mm. veterans get trapped in like an underground tomb with vampires and stuff and it was actually really good not just that i was talking about the new camp one they did Oh, there's was, another one that was a lot like Until Dawn. I have not seen that one. I have no <laughs> idea. It was really good. I had to do it with werewolves. Uh, <laughs> it was a lot like actually the, the original Until Dawn, but 
Uh, I forgot what the name of it was. But anyway, we'll get to the games here in a second. I just uh, realized the movie that I described is just The Sixth Sense. <laughs> True. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, which I never... Well, no, I did watch The Sixth Sense, but I already had it spoiled for me when it happened, so it didn't hit me nearly as hard as it did people when it first came out in theaters. I feel like it's really hard not to spoil that one anymore because it's such a pop culture marker yeah. that it's impossible not to know the end of that movie. I True. don't know the end of Sixth Sense. Well, okay, you see all right. <laughs> no, he's safe. He can watch it and maybe enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I still think it's enjoy because I like to look back and see all the Easter eggs and that are in there before the twist. True. It's one of those ones where I feel like it's got a limited view time of twice, maybe three times after some, several years. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, back on Paranormal. So the other thing that gets me is the way that people deal with it every time. Whenever they, when they've decided there's a paranormal entity, we can't leave the house or it is following us or whatever. Like we have to deal with it. Hmm. It's only you're going to call uh, Saul Goodman. (laughs) (laughs) Your honor, my client clearly owns the house. Uh (laughs) We order the ghost to vacate. Okay. But Ghostbusters is excellent. That's I will not be taking criticism on Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters theme mashup. (laughs) There you go. I Saul Goodman reinvigorates the Ghostbusters. Um, Saul Goodman joins Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, yeah. but it's just Saul Goodman, Mike Herman Trout, uh, <laughs> Gus, Gus Fring, <laughs> and Walter White. Oh, oh my. my gosh. Breaking ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan isn't pleased. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I just have a very deep love for the original Ghostbusters. Walter. <laughs> Put the ghost trap down, Walter. <laughs> We're catching this ghost, Walter. No, Mike. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I can't even. Uh, okay. But no, my problem is how they deal with the ghosts. Okay. The worst way I've ever seen a movie deal with ghosts is The Nun. Mm. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so bad. It. Uh, spoilers for The Nun, I guess. But that was one of the worst horror movies I've ever seen in my life. So after they realize that there are ghosts haunting the nunnery, which it's not called that. Um, the convent? Yeah, that place. <laughs> they've learned that there's a nun, an evil demon nun haunting the place. Uh, and they're, and it's, it, they send two priests or a priest and a nun go to check it out. And they're trying to deal with it. And they're doing like the, the thing that they always do where they're like, like ever since the exorcist, they do the prayers and they do the holy water and stuff. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't work. It's not strong enough, which also I hate that in movies all the time. I like, hate that too. Look, the, the one thing that we have dealt with in society and decided is good against the ghosts, it doesn't work <laughs> on this one. It of doesn't work, not, actually. Ghosts. Yeah, but what's even worse is that in The Nun, you know what did end up hurting and killing and beating the nun ghost? Hmm. A literal shotgun. <laughs> not a special blessed <laughs> shotgun. Is it full of rock salt? <laughs> nope, just bullets. <laughs> That's... I listen. I've watched like twelve seasons of Supernatural. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not how that works. The 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 nun and the father, the priest that are there at the place trying to beat the ghost, they can't do it. And then the guy that brought them there, which we haven't seen in like an hour, who was just like the local expert, shows up and is like, "I knew you were in trouble, so I brought my shotgun and shoots the ghost." Boom, bang. Bob's your uncle. It's done. Movie's over. Go uh, home now. <laughs> I hate it. Like I said, one of the worst horror movies I've seen in my life. (laughs) 
it was really funny to laugh at literally i was in the theater watching that and the whole audience kept laughing at it several times that's how you know you failed at making something scary mm-hmm. is when the audience is laughing but got a lot of money because they're making a sequel so maybe my they hatred meant for that, that aside maybe they meant to make it like funny and not good well i definitely didn't is the thing but I wouldn't be surprised at this rate if they're like, we're we're giving up on making scary things. We just make money now. <laughs> the Conjuring universe went down hard after like the second Conjuring. Annabelle. Yeah. Oh, don't even talk about the animal movies. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> the new ones weren't very good. The first one was bad. The second one was all right. The third one was worse. Ow. What? Wait, which one's the one that came out most recently? The third creation. One. Yeah, I know the third one is the one that came out most recently for Dusa, but I was asking for the subtitle. I think it was uh, Annabelle Creation. That's, no, that, that was the correct. second one. Or was it the, Annabelle that was the second one? Comes Home or something like that was the third one. Cre- creation was the only one out of all of them that I've gone to see, which is interesting because Pertusa yeah. said it was okay. It literally, I was stone faced the entire movie. It was not. also the second one does the thing. It does the thing of like, oh yeah, but actually, uh, God and religion that doesn't hurt ghosts, mm. even though that's the only thing we all collectively agree on as a society. Like it does. That's the thing too. Is like I wouldn't care if it wasn't Christianity either. Just like it's collectively agreed upon, typically that some kind of religion mm-hmm. is the counterbalance. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they had the spoilers for animal creation like <laughs> the closet or the hidden room yeah they had the well there was that and there was also the entire scene where um the dang dad goes into wait i'm thinking of the one where they're on the, like the farmhouse is it really Isn't old school awesome? <laughs> i don't remember Annabelle creation is when the Annabelle doll was made and it's like the early 1900s and it's like an adoption house where a bunch of orphans live. Yeah. And then Annabelle, I have seen two of them. Maybe. Annabelle comes home happens at the place at the house of the uh, the protagonists of the Conjuring universe. I forget their names. Uh, the they're, Warrens. They're, and they're yeah. older. They're not super old, no. It's in the house with all their other haunted items, and Annabelle I've seen makes them that all come one. to life. Yes, I've seen that one, but I'm talking about the one that's before it, which is Creation. Yes, which is super old, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, yeah, there's a scene where um the whole demon thing's happening. Mm-hmm. And oh, in the farm, yeah, I remember yes, that. Yeah, the and barn. the dad goes in there with a literal fucking crucifix. Pardon my French. A crucifix. <laughs> and he goes into the room with the demon, and what does the demon do? It breaks his fingers. Yeah, yeah. it's like, the they're going like... So that he just drops it. Ugh. And it's like, no. <laughs> does nothing. Like... And notice okay. how the two things, the one that used the literal shotgun and the one that broke the man's fingers were both in the same cinematic universe. Hmm... That so makes a little bit more sense. Dad would have went in there with a M nineteen eleven shot. It would have worked. Thanks, Conjuring. You've established new <laughs> canon for how to deal with ghosts. Yeah. Uh, Although, no, this is what makes me more upset. Is in the next movie, I specifically remember this made me upset because I remembered it from the first, not the first one, but from Creation. Mm-hmm. They do that again in the and house. The little girl presses a crucifix against the face of the demon, and it works. It burns the demon. Super and it inconsistent. Out. Well, maybe it's yeah. it's it's a it's a touch spell. This is... <laughs> it's it's not ranged. It doesn't work with range. Uh, or something, I guess. 
<laughs> it's yeah, like I, that, basically he like cast inflict wounds while being 30 feet away from the that ghost. inconsistency made me really upset hey there's a feat for that there's, <laughs> there's a feat that can make that he range he didn't have the feet i'm pretty he didn't sure have he had the at fingers, least two jordan kidney he didn't finger. have the meta magic adapt <laughs> <laughs> but yes uh that's that's my hate for the conjuring we kind of went off on conjuring universe there for a yeah. little bit <laughs> Um, there is not a single conjuring movie that's good change my I mind think no. the first one is good the first one i've never seen the, the first one, one so second one's not bad either because that was the one that's in britain um so it's really funny in my opinion <laughs> funny but good it was there's one moment that was really scary. props to them for inventing britain though like that's right? like, that place was real in real um, life actually like... i'm pretty sure harry potter invented britain no they no. invented hogworms or something like that hogworms <laughs> Yeah, no, the Conjuring invented Britain. Uh, they just took Hogwarts and put it in the fake place that the Conjuring Ah, uh, just like J.K. Rowling to piggyback off of someone else's worth. Exactly. Work. Piggyback Hogworms. Hogworms. Uh, this podcast does not support J.K. Rowling. Fuck J.K. Mm. Rowling. This podcast does support <laughs> Hogworms. No! Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say does support J.K. Rowling and I was going to like scream at you. No, we do not. Uh, there's something I was gonna say about that as well. Oh yeah, I've read all the books. I don't know why I'm doing the like Hogworms or something like that. I read all the <laughs> books and watched all the movies. So oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I just fucking hate J.K. Rowling. Yeah, I didn't. Um, I'm not a super fan. I just read it in my childhood, and I was one of the people that didn't walk away with it as a personality trait. <laughs> I did, unfortunately. I read some of the books mm. and watched some of the movies, but not all of them. But I still know most of the story. I think. Mm. But this isn't the Harry Potter episode. Hey, there's some creepy stuff in Harry Potter. Actually true, more than The Conjuring. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, but this is not the Harry Potter episode. True. Uh, okay, so that's, I mean, there's there's more we could talk about paranormal, but let's let's switch it up. Let's talk about some video games for a minute. Let's talk about some horror video game stuff. Video game. Because I'll admit, you know, we talked about in the last episode, the big problem with me with D&D is it doesn't feel real enough for me. I can't get scared because I can't entirely imagine it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm imagination deficient. Yeah. Um, playing horror video games is incredibly terrifying for me. It's very hard. Same. To oh yeah. Same. <laughs> Weirdly enough, strangely enough, I have found VR reverses it for me. VR really? horror, I'm completely fine, and I don't <laughs> know why. Because I've played a couple horror games, and I like if I play it on my PC, I'm just like, uh, uh-uh, drop mm-hmm. it, done. <laughs> I played Resident Evil Seven on in VR. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, I was like taking a nonchalant stroll. But it might have also been because I had seen people play Resident Evil 7, so I knew mm-hmm. what was going to happen mm-hmm. at the same time. But I thought that the VR might have taken me out of that because, you know, it's VR. So I was like there, yeah. but it yeah. didn't. So what is the scariest game you've played, Levi? I don't play a lot. So it's been a long time since I've like sat down and played mm-hmm. a horror game of my own free will. Yeah. Um, same. I don't honestly i haven't played that many but the ones that have scared me that i actually played are stuck in my head forever <laughs> yeah, no, i think i've done the opposite where they've scared me so i've just removed them from my head forever <laughs> what about you jordan you ever play a horror scary game yes um this is gonna sound like a really dumb answer but i do have a reason for it i think the scariest horror game that i have ever played is the original desktop slender game that's pretty scary because it really freaked me out and where we live 
is surrounded by woods yeah and so like there's just a little bit of like well and we used to play slender in the woods fun fact from our childhood mm -hmm. uh I, I i don't remember if you guys played it with us or not i feel like you did at some point i did we had friends that had woods surrounding their property because they lived out in the middle of nowhere um and we would play real life slender somebody would go out into the trees and pin pages everywhere and somebody would be slender it was basically flashlight tag but mm. with the added layer of like ooh, it's scary and there's monsters and that scared the shit out of me uh so yeah <laughs> slender still still freaks me out pretty bad sometimes when we would um do stuff like that but like when we when we were in high school we had a pretty big circle that would come over and we would do stuff like tag and infected if people for people that don't know what infected is just oh, tag yeah, but infected, yeah. it's just tag but when you tag someone you're still it so it's like call of duty zombies um where more, tag. more people keep going until you get to the last person pretty much it uh and like a horde is after you but like we would do it in the dead <laughs> of night in it was southern, southern ohio in the middle of the woods and like sometimes like when you get towards the end of that and you're not one of the it people and you're not with other people because everyone else is looking for you it's and you gotta so hide scary. in the mm -hmm. woods by yourself and like you're paranoid because you're trying to think who's coming to get you so you're listening for every pin drop sound but then you start hearing things that you're like that doesn't sound like a person what is that like stuff like that Ooh. Ooh. it's terrifying i hated being like one of the last people and in infected because yeah. it's just like I, okay i'm a afraid because my friends are gonna jump scare me and be afraid because there's something else out here that might also <laughs> kill me whether it's a coyote or something worse <laughs> like, no. yeah, no, i only think there are two games that i played that terrified me the most honestly phasmophobia first time i played it a little bit uh, the next times I played it, uh, me memeing with Levi, I'm going to try and open the door and let it get us while he's screaming, <laughs> yeah. no, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> well, um, but no, the two that got me. So, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like a YouTube kid. That's what I walked away with is my personality is watching YouTubers mm -hmm. um, ever since like middle school. So the big horror game that every YouTuber played back then, what was it called? amnesia amnesia no we'll get to that um no, amnesia the dark descent that was the one that every old uh youtuber played i had to analyze I that it. for a film class did you yeah for soundscaping yeah yeah that makes sense it's horrifying it's, yeah the sound <laughs> amnesia is really but eventually after having watched it several times so i knew what to expect because it's a scripted game um i decided to get it and i started playing it one day and oh my gosh i could not play that game for very long <laughs> i was walking i was just doing like the basic stuff the minute the candles went out and it was dark and i had to use my lantern immediately i was already like i will only progress one inch per minute because <laughs> i am too scared and then like the first time i get hit by one of the little flesh globules that pop up and like do damage to you and it does like the sharp, like bright red screen with a sound effect of something mm -hmm. stabbing you. I swear I screamed in real life. <laughs> um, and I, I never even made it to the first monster encounter because I was too scared. I couldn't do it. You know what we should do is like a special and that mm. one special. What? One of us needs to get out last and we all need oh to sit gosh. in a room together <laughs> and like turn all the lights off play hot seat out and we yeah we play a hot seat outlet the first outlast because that's the one that's that one's really scary. terrifying I'll cry. That actually good. I, yeah. there will be video footage of me crying on the nat one channel yay <laughs> 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 
people love tears they eat them no no it's it'll be people getting really mad at me because i try to play the game with my eyes closed (laughs) takes three seconds and then she has to swap with someone no people love that though people love watching people play horror games because that's you get to see them get really scared oh yeah the other one that really got me was five nights at freddy's no cap I know I, I used to get really freaked out by the especially the jump scares because I yeah. jump scares get me every time. <laughs> I got it back when it was like still happening and popular. Mm-hmm. I played it once, got jump scared once, and I was like, I can't play this anymore. The second <laughs> one got me even worse because the second one has a puppet in it. Every uh, time yeah. the, pu- the puppet freaked me out really bad. Jordan and her dolls. I, yeah, that's why I can't watch Annabelle. I don't like dolls. <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh-huh. Annabelle will help you get over your fear of dolls because it's so bad. No, I am really well. No, okay, <laughs> I'm less afraid of the like depiction of the doll in the movie. I am very afraid of the actual Annabelle. Really? Yeah, that's true. That's because it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, real Annabelle is much more frightening than fake Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Real fake Annabelle. Real fake Annabelle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, those are the two games that stuck with me forever, and that's what's pretty much made me stop, never ever play horror games ever again, is because I played Amnesia. And Five Nights at Freddy's, and both times were so frightening to me. I was un, I couldn't recover. I couldn't... <laughs> Still phasmophobia, which it wasn't so bad because it was friends. See, I don't find the newer FNAFs as scary, but the original oh, no. FNAFs are still are still pretty. They they hold up pretty. I well. think it's like the effect has almost kind of worn off because there's so many of them now mm-hmm. that everyone's used to the FNAF stuff. Well, and also also since, like, everybody knows all the lore and the story stuff now, because back when it was just the first game and it was, like, haunted Chuck E. Cheese animatronics are trying to eat your face. That's pretty (laughs) scary. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, no offense. No, we're we're not going to toss too much shade here because I know there's a hot issue in a big fandom. Um but the new yeah, security breach is really not scary. Mm -mm. It's much. I don't find the animatronics is scary. The animatronics aren't don't seem as scary. And it the was setting, the first one that the creator didn't work on. True, that was mm. made by Steel Wool Studios. No, yep. they did a fine job, but it's just it was not. It was not. It was also hot, like horribly rushed. It was really rushed. Just goes to show, don't rush your games. <laughs> I believe there was a famous game developer that once said, "If a game comes out bad, it is bad forever. But if you wait for a long time to make a good game, it will be good forever." Mm. Yeah, something like that, Ooh, which like isn't Benny. true anymore. Bendy's a fine Bendy's one. Bendy's a fun good. one. Yeah. That's another one that's got a huge internet following and has mm-hmm. turned many of the characters into sexy men and women. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not just Tumblr sexy men and women, everything sexy men no, and I women. No, I think that's more of a Reddit sexy Reddit. men and women, which is worse. <laughs> we did it, Reddit. Yeah. Um, it's, it's not bad. I, I didn't play through it, but I watched people do the playthroughs because it was kind of popular, like Five Nights at Freddy's, where people were like, look at the lore, the lore. Though. I just really like the art style. The art style, yeah. It reminded me of the old creepy pastas back in the day of like mm. uh, the one with Mickey Mouse. I don't know if I can say the name of, um, but it was really creepy. Um, or the one with Squidward, which another one I can't <laughs> say the name of. I'm Squidward, I'm Squidward. <laughs> creepy pastas got me back in the day that's not really movies and tv shows oh i but... was really afraid of oh, creepy pastas yeah oh my gosh the russian sleep experiment oh we don't talk about the russian that kept me up at night that's a good one yeah which is probably um, not a good thing i should have been like very <laughs> to sleep after that one but Yo. like that one freaked me out story time all right uh way back when back in like middle school era when i was friends with some of the other people 
um like the people that are closer with tj you you might know who i'm talking about the other guy that i used to always hang out with tj mm-hmm. and me um we call him turtle <laughs> if you're listening turtle please come home <laughs> i miss you but uh back in like middle school at like a sleepover i had at my house which you guys know where my house is it's pretty out there it's pretty yeah. empty out there it's yeah field and hills so one night he and i alone we stayed up turtle and i we stayed up way late later than anybody else just we were back to back reading creepypastas because oh. we wanted to read creepypastas there was everyone else was asleep around us we both just wanted to read them. Then we found out neither of us could go to sleep because we were so terrified. And we were so, and it was a dark room. We had to have the lights off because my parents were sleeping. Yeah. So um, he and I were like, okay, I'm so scared something's going to kill me from behind or get me. So we're going to just be back to back while we read these to each other. True friends. <laughs> until, until daylight comes through the window. That's honestly and, completely reasonable. <laughs> and we actually did that. We we stayed up reading creepy pastas until the daylight shone through the windows. Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. The one that got me then was a I think it was called like Ansel's Goat Man or something like that. Hmm. It was pretty much like one of the first Skinwalker stories that hit creepy pastas. Oh, yeah. The thing that got That's me. Still a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. For oh, sure. yes. Still around. I it's think definitely... they kind of transit. I think Creepypasta and SCP, those communities are like really similar. There's a lot of overlap. They're SCP definitely... definitely subsumed Creepypasta yeah. popularity. Yeah. I love the SCP stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creepypasta, like people making them and them being talked about, is significantly less popular than it used to be, mm-hmm. but they're still around. People aren't like posting videos about new game made off of creepypasta anymore. Yeah. Or... From September 16th, 2022, that has an average rating of 9.62 called Room oh. for Two. What was the one that used to freak me out really bad? It was the one, it was the one about the TV channel. It was like the local TV oh, channel of uh, the guy Cove? that kidnapped kids. Was it like uh, Candle Cove? I think so. That's the big one about a TV show with puppets and stuff that screamed. Yeah. Well, no, it was it was like the guy the guy like would kidnap kids and keep them in his basement, and they were part of the TV show. It scared me real bad when I was younger. Did it have to do with a bear? Yes. Like a bear mascot? Yes. Okay, I remember that. I can't remember the name of it, but I know the one you're talking about. It's now. like channel something because it was like a local yeah, channel. I don't remember local, what it was. Yeah. yeah. Famous creepy pastas. Nineteen ninety nine creepy pasta. That could be a whole other episode. We should do a creepy pasta episode at we some should point. Do a That's just episode. I'll cry, but like it'll be entertaining. <laughs> binge round. Binge round. Hero Brian. Jeff yeah. the Killer. Oh, mm-hmm. I hated Jeff the Killer. That one scared the shit out of me. Lavender Town did. Syndrome. Oh yeah, Lavender Town. That was a classic. That one kind of got me for a bit. Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Sonic.exe. <laughs> that one's still oh, kicking. Oh, I love the Sonic one. <laughs> Squidward Suicide. That, Levi, you can't say that word on the internet. No, I'll say <laughs> Squidward. <laughs> this is the one that Pertuzit was avoiding saying. The rake, the rake gets me. The rake's a good one. Yeah. Russian sleep experiment. There's one about Mickey Mouse on there. I forget what it is, though. Tiki Toby. That's a classic. What was the one about the TV, the kids' TV show that, like, predicted 9-11? I think that was Candle Cove. That might have been Candle Cove. The top rated like creepypasta of all time is The Suicide Engineer. I don't know that one. I don't either. We'll do that's another episode on, on uh, creepypasta. We can do all kinds of yeah. stuff on internet horror. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like we don't got too the much. The Disneyland Suicide Pact? Is that the one you're talking about, Producer? No, no. Mine, had, mine was like Mickey's in the name. A lot of these just have the word suicide in them. A yeah, very popular trend in mm-hmm. <laughs> creepy pastas uh, and analog horror in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other movie stuff we need to talk. I mean, there's plenty monster of monster movies. movies. Yeah. We did not cover monster movies. Uh, we can't. What do you mean by a monster movie? I mean like monster movies. Like what? Like, I don't... like John Carpenter? Like anything? Oh. I, I just like a like a well designed monster. So like the monster from The Quiet Place. I love that one. John Carpenter's mm-hmm. The Thing. Um, there, there's actually one uh, very specific monster movie that I wanted to talk about. It's based on a book written by Dan Wells, and it is a serial killer movie that turns into a monster movie. And it's wonderful, and the book is incredible, and the movie adaptation is also awesome. It's called I Am Not a Serial Killer by Dan Wells. And it was it was my favorite book in high school. Um, mm-hmm. It's a series, but they only made a movie out of the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a it's a serial killer movie that turns into a monster movie and the monster is played by Christopher Lloyd and it's wonderful. <laughs> hey, I haven't known too many good like monster movies that have scared me. They're kind of like slasher movies. Um, John Carpenter. That's pretty good. I just like a good monster yeah. design. Yeah. It chapter one. Pretty good. Oh, that's the, both of the it movie. I like chapter two. I did not. I, well, I thought it considering, was really scary. Considering the source material, the second half of the It book is something. <laughs> it's rough I, to adapt that well, no matter I, what. Yeah, the- I think the creative liberties that they took, given the source material, were... <laughs> it was better. I still think they fumbled the ball on that one. Yeah, I the think first was... one is definitely the standout. Yeah. I don't know. I watched that one. What was it? Like, scary stories to tell in the dark or whatever with uh, Guillermo del Toro. I watched that one. I needed to watch it, but like those also freaked mm. me the fuck out as a kid. So I was like, do I really yeah. need to? I don't think it'll be better if I watch these. <laughs> yeah. I watched it. I thought the monster designs were cool. I just mm. wasn't scared by it because I don't know. They just it just wasn't much tension to it. It felt too much like an anthology. Every single thing was like, okay, here's the kid. This is the danger. Kid mm. will die. That, yeah. that's how it went there was no real tension because it was too mm-hmm. predictable um levi how do you feel about a good old monster movie mm, i don't know stuff like um the quiet place monsters don't get me because of scare but they get me because of like the primal the prime it's more of a primal fear mm-hmm. with those like that because they're just so fast yeah. and it's like there it's that early human mindset of being like predator do not Mm -hmm. like predator stay away from predator Mm -hmm. um i don't know i haven't really watched too many horror monster movies because like john carpenter's a thing Mm -hmm. i haven't watched the original i've seen the newer one which is supposedly very inferior to the original um (laughs) because it's they mostly use cgi for the monster yeah that's and everyone said and apparently word. that was a thing where it was the producers made them do that because the director wanted to use all practical effects in the new one mm-hmm. uh, and the producers <laughs> were just like no um, a little producer maneuver right there <laughs> yeah um, the cgi card but yeah and i honestly i should probably watch the original the thing because i feel mm-hmm. like the practical effects would make it more disgusting that's and make the it best more scary yeah um than the cgi one because you're like oh look it's cgi <laughs> now what about <laughs> this 
Is there a monster design you can think of from something that has terrified you purely because of how it looked, its design, or how it operated or whatever? I'm trying to think. I can think of a couple. Um, the, oh, I've never seen the movies, but what are they called? They're, I think he's called like Pinhead. Oh, yeah. Oh, from Hellraiser. Those, yeah, yeah. Hellraiser. Yeah, those the guys from that, they scare the crap out of me. They're pretty spooky. I like it's like body gore, but at the same time, like body horror, believable <laughs> body <laughs> horror. It's like that could be a thing that someone could probably actually do mm-hmm. and still survive, but be in immense pain at yeah. all times. Yeah, I mm, hate that. Fun fact the reason why uh, Pinhead is such an eloquent character is because a lot of his lines were originally written to go to other characters, but they realized with the practical effects and all of the monster makeup, people could not talk. And he was the only one that could still move his face to articulate to speak. And so all of the lines went to That's <laughs> Pinhead. <funny. laughs> he's actually, he's also now in Dead by Daylight as well. So yep. I think yeah, the fly cool is a good one that freaked me out just mm-hmm. because of design. Because the fly is so gross. Yeah. You know who got me? It's not from a movie. You know who else got <laughs> um, Albert Wesker. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who that is. Isn't that crazy? Anyway. Uh, No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Elaboration, Um, please. Yes. So he's the newest killer in Dead by Daylight, but not because Mm. Dead by Daylight made him, because he's from Resident Evil. Oh, a lot of the Resident Evil stuff is really freaky. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. And here's the thing. You would love him, Jordan, because he is a hyper-intelligent villain. Yay. <laughs> he pulls all the strings and tries to sabotage the good guys the whole time mm-hmm. and uh part of the thing that he does everybody knows that you guys know the basic premise of resident evil and the t-virus and all that stuff yeah and zombies super zombies um albert wesker although he mostly retains a human form most of the time is actually infected with some type of the t-virus towards the end i don't know when Ooh. it happens exactly because i can't remember all the lore mm-hmm. but he looks like a normal dude. He's a really skilled combatant because he works for the same crew as um, the good guys. But uh, his whole thing is that he also has the virus. So in Resident Evil 5, which was the first one I played, he's the main big bad. And you beat him in like a, in like a shootout first. Mm-hmm. And then he reveals that he's like half monster. And so he keeps his head, Ooh. but then like half of his body becomes like the really grotesque, spiraling, spinning, flesh bubbles. And now it's a fight of just like you have to make him pop or else he's gonna mm. squish you. Uh, the final bottle, it. it happens in a giant volcano. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. But he's terrifying just because he looks so creepy and he thinks creepy. He's one of those smart and like physically terrifying villains mm-hmm. as well. I love Albert Wesker. You'll have to look at some of his stuff after this is over. But speaking of which, we're getting pretty close on our time. No. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a shame because we didn't get to talk about any of the Stanley Kubrick stuff, which I would have loved to talk about. I feel like Jordan yeah. and I would have argued a lot about that. <laughs> Don't want to talk about Kubrick. <laughs> um, and then we also oh, we didn't talk, talk about, about Silence Saw. of the Lambs either. Silence of the Lambs. I don't think Saw we need films. to talk about Saw. Saw we should not talk be... a bit about no, Saw. No, torture it's, porn, bad. It's also <laughs> in Dead by Daylight. It's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> If it's the, the, the first saw the first saw has merit but beyond that it is literally just torture porn and it's disgusting i know but it's frightening <laughs> i yeah because it's gross exactly there's some merit to that 
Mm. Or something uh, well, worth again, talking about. I will give you. I will give you the first one because the first one has some very creative kills, and the moral of the first one is important. But mm. it's the whole message of the first one. I mean, I don't want to say message because Saw this should not have a message. But the whole point of the first one is lost on the rest of them. Mm-hmm. This is true. You're not all going to need because this is your test, Michael. <laughs> your test. The entire reason why I brought you here in the first place. He's doing a germ a bit. The door is just locked behind you. Someone has to stop him. He's doing a germ a bit. You stop thought this it. was a tour? Oh, Our test begins I don't now. know. Is that the end of the episode? I think that's the end of the episode. <laughs> oh, no. I it's not scary anymore. It's funny. Like smelly smells. Hey. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. If you really like our content, make sure to like, subscribe, and ring the bell for notifications on YouTube, and look for us on Spotify. If you'd like to see us continuing to do more fun projects in the future, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can find our page linked in the description above all of our other social media links. And finally, if you'd like to keep up with the zany shenanigans of our lives and check out some more skit-based content and things like that, check us out on Twitter and TikTok. Links in the description. And hey, thanks. Thank you.